Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Okay, so, so pumped for this topic. I've got notes. I've got really good notes. I am going to call you out on all of your lies you're telling yourself. Um, This is so, so, so important. I see most of these things in every single client, every single person that works with me. So I can pretty much guarantee that if you watch this, you are going to have some really big realizations of why you're not getting the results that you want simply because of things you're telling yourself. Okay. The things that you tell yourself, the things that you think make a huge difference in the results that you get. Period. I swear to you. So this is very much mindset, but you're also going to see that the way I approach mindset is very action and logic oriented. Um, with a little woo, a little, you know, spiritual in there as well, but, um, I'll help you out with the action piece too. So, um, six things that you are telling yourself that are killing your results. That's what I wanted the title to be, but I didn't want it to be confusing. Normally when I say killing it, I mean like good, but this is bad. This means if you're saying these things, you are probably not getting any results, um, or you're getting very small results or you're nowhere near the results that you want. Okay. Like seriously. Okay. Number one, you guys ready? You guys ready? Um, okay, so the first story is saying, I have no audience or I have no leads. Put a one in if you've ever thought this. You don't have to admit that you're thinking it right now because I know some of you are, but just put a one in if you've ever thought this. I've thought this. I know lots of people think this because I hear it all the time. I have no audience. I have no leads or um, some version of this, right? Because I know a lot of people are saying the other versions of this are like, I have no audience left. I've already sold to everybody who's going to buy in my audience or I have the wrong audience. I hear this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> all the ones. Okay. Brand is being honest with us. Um, you know, something like nobody in my audience wants to invest. Nobody in my audience believes in investing. Nobody in my audience believes in coaching. Nobody in my audience is empowered enough to invest. Like big, bold statements like that, basically saying, I've got nobody to sell to. Okay. And how about this? How about we put a two in the chat or we just admit to ourselves if you've thought this, but the truth is, is that you do have an audience. Like factually, you have an audience. One person, two people, a hundred people. I mean, I've had people say this to me who have thousands, thousands of people following them. Okay. Um, I forget, I don't know how big things are in terms of audience, but like if you have thousands of people following you, that's like an auditorium, a stadium of people. That's a lot of people. Imagine, imagine if you have 300 followers, you could so easily be saying this statement. I don't have an audience. I have nobody's, I have no leads. Someone's going to buy for me. Imagine filling your house 
with the 300 people that follow you? Could you even fit 300 people in your house? Could you have them over for dinner? I don't know how many people houses fit, but I, I don't even think my house would fit 300 people, okay? I think that'd be a really tight fit. I think we'd be like, okay. Um, yeah, exactly. So we're saying this, first of all, it's incorrect. Second of all, it's disrespectful, okay? It's disrespectful. If you have hundreds of people, even if you had 12 people, imagine having 12 people over for dinner. Like who could have 12 people over for dinner? I know that's a lot of people too, right? Like it's disrespectful to all these people following you. I have so much I could say on this, but the things that I have conversations with my clients about mindset-wise are A, can you at least get behind the fact that there is one person in that audience that is a good fit for your program and can afford your program. Can you believe out of, I mean, how many people do you guys have following you? Even if you had a hundred, is there one? Could you believe that there's one, right? One person, right? Is there one person that could be a good fit and afford you? Can you just believe that? Can you pretend? Can you be like, maybe, maybe? That on a law of attraction mindset manifesting point of view is gonna change the game for you. It's also probably very true. There's probably more than that right? Um, I have something else I want to say. I have my little points, but um, am I going to remember? Am I going to remember? The other thing is the answer here is A, stop being disrespectful. Believe that there's some people in your audience who can afford to pay you and want to work with you and are a good. Number two, guys, let's just grow your audience. Okay. There's tons of ways to grow your audience and growing your audience is not hard. And if you're telling yourself that growing your audience is hard, growing an audience is hard, growing a community is hard, growing an audience of my ideal clients is hard, growing an audience of people who can afford coaching is hard, growing an audience with my, in my niche, my niche is hard. Limiting beliefs that are hurting you because it's really not hard. There's tons of options. Some take more money, some take more time. All of them take intentionality. Like, boo-hoo, you want to grow an audience, but you're not willing to. I don't know what to tell you. Usually the issue is that we just don't know how. Here's the other thing. Let's say you do. Let's say you're actually right and you have, this is something I had. This is a private client conversation I just had last week, okay? Let's say that you have the complete wrong audience. You're right. None of them can afford you. None of them are good fits. None of them are empowered. Cool. You're right. Cool. So you do a challenge. Okay. And you're super bummed because everybody who signed up, not the right fit. And you know them and you know, they're the same people that sign up for everything free and never sign up for anything paid. And you're kind of bummed and you're sitting on your little, your lump on a log. Like mm, I'm so, I want the right people. Here's what's crazy. All these wrong people you're upset about are the people who comment on your stuff. Now, you guys commenting on my stuff are actually awesome, so hey. <laughs> but even if you weren't, you're all the people boosting my stuff out, right? Like, thank you, because you're helping the algorithm. So I don't care if you're paying. I don't care if you're a good fit or not. I love you. And this is a huge thing that's changed. Year one of my business, when I was like, I know there's people who are gonna get this. Somebody reaches out and they're not the right fit, and you're all like butthurt about it, upset right? Grumpy, mad, you hate them, like, oh, aggravated, you want to say something, you want to be convincing. No, okay? That was me in year one. When I would think about people like that, I would literally be like mad, okay? 
Now I do have people like that in my audience and I literally smile thinking about them. And my response, if somebody brought them up or if I were to talk to like my coach about them or like those people who are in my audience who show up for everything, who comment, but never buy, I would be like, I love that chick. I love that chick. And I would smile. I wouldn't be mad at her. I wouldn't think, oh my God, she's so annoying. She never buys anything. And ugh. Because she's boosting me in the algorithm. She's talking to me to her friends. And here's the crazy thing. I'm on my business page right now, okay? I could have 55 people who are terrible fits and never going to buy from me commenting. And thanks to them, or five, or one, thanks to them, I'm going to get boosted into somebody's feed who who forgot they even liked my page or friend requested me, okay? And it's going to be like, whoa this is the coach for me. I can't tell you how many people buy from me and say, I have no clue how I found you. You literally just popped into my feed. Sometimes that's ads, but I'm not running a ton of ads. A lot of the time it's you guys, whether you buy from me or not, it's you guys boosting me into other people's feeds. So thank you. But stop being disrespectful to your people who aren't buying or who are commenting or whatever who are actually getting you clients, whether they buy or not. A lot of you guys on here are literally working with me right now. So I love it. Um, or have, or will, but, um, I just, I love that. And that's, that's the way you need to be thinking. Okay. You can't be negative about your following your community, your people, and think that people in your following community are, are going to buy. It's just, it's not how it works. Okay. Uh, Rebecca, even if I'm not ready, I love to interact and support my people. Yeah. And you're doing them a huge favor by doing so. Because it's so funny. We're like, well, I don't have anyone in my audience who's going to buy. So I'm mad about that. I'm telling myself I can't make sales. And I'm mad that I don't have enough engagement. Well, you're pissed off at the chick commenting on your live stream who never buys. Like, you, come on. You can't be so picky, okay? Um, So that's the first story. Second story, you're in a launch, Okay. You're halfway through your launch. You're a few days into your launch. You're at the end, whatever, okay? Uh, I'm paying for you, but still love the free bombs you drop. Um, And you say, has anyone, put a one if you said this, nobody has bought yet, so nobody will. Or if they were gonna buy, they would have, especially when you hit the ground running in your launch and you put out tons of content, right? You're like, you announced it. You put all this free info out about it. You did stories, you did testimonials, you've like done lives and stories and posts and emails and nobody's bought yet. Or maybe a few, but you're so far from your goal. And you're like, if they were going to buy, they would have. I am so guilty of saying this a lot. I have been guilty more times than I could even count. Okay. So guilty. So I know some of you are guilty. Okay. If they were going to buy, they would have bought or nobody bought. So nobody will. So not true. And this is why once you really get things rolling in your business, what you're going to find is pretty much with every single launch with, and I see this with my launches. Now I see it in almost all my clients launches. They close the doors and there's at least one person in their inbox, if not more saying, I did not even realize this was open. Can I please get in? I can't believe I missed it. I really, really want to do it. Please, 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 please. Or, oh my God, I watched everything you put out about this. I really wanted to join. I got all in my head and I got scared. I chickened out and I halfway typed my card information in. Then I closed out. And by the time I got to the page, the timer went off and I'm so mad at myself. And can I please get in? Every single time. So this whole saying that if they would have bought, they would have bought. No, it's so not true. 
the way I'm actually thinking, if you want to change your mindset to somebody who makes multiple six figures a year is I'm thinking there's someone reading my sales page right now. There's someone typing in their payment information right now. There's someone about to send me a message right now. There's somebody thinking about sending me a message. There's somebody thinking about buying. There's somebody pressing the buy button. Like all of this is going on right now and you literally don't even know it. You don't even know it. You don't realize that there's people on your sales page right now in the UK and Australia and the United States and 13 different states in in the US. Like it's crazy what can actually be going on. Meanwhile, you're saying nobody's gonna buy. Nobody's gonna buy. Nobody's gonna buy. If they would have bought, they would have bought. Nobody bought, so why would anybody now? It's too late. I put out all this information. Nobody cared. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that you have bought something before. And it took you a little time. It took you to see a couple posts, a couple of lives, a couple, like if you are Miss Perfect and you buy the first piece of content anyone puts out for all of their stuff, cool. But most of us are not like that. Some of us take two posts. Some of us have to go to the sales page three times. Some of us 10 times. That's okay. But do not say negative things like that. It's only going to attract that. And it's just not true. Logically, if I've seen behind the scenes of hundreds of launches, like not kidding. I've seen behind the scenes of 10K launches, 20K, 50K, 100K. I've literally been behind the scenes of multiple million dollar launches. I've actually had multiple clients make a million dollars in a month. I'm not kidding you. Um, that's how I got started in the coaching industry. I was the Facebook ads girl for a lot of those people. And this is the case every single time. And the other thing that's true is so many people give up before the finish line. Every single huge launch I've seen, like a hundred students, 200 students, 300 students, like a huge percentage of those sales come in the very last few minutes. Meanwhile, people are afraid to send a second email. People are afraid to bombard people. People are quitting their launch early when a huge percentage, like 30% or something, buy in those last few minutes, but not if you don't show up and not if you give up mentally before the end, okay? This is just the truth. Don't give up before the finish line. Think about this. This is what I was thinking about when I wrote this down. You're running a race. Has anybody run a 5K? I have. I'm not much of a runner, but I have been in a few 5Ks. So you're running the race. You see the finish line. And let's say you are in, I've never been in this place. I'm usually in the back, but let's say you're in fifth place, okay? In this 5K. I think that's amazing. But then you see the finish line. You're like, you know what? I'm already in fifth place. There's no way I'm gonna win. So whatever. And you literally go from like a nice pace and you just stop and start dragging your feet and walking literally slower than a turtle, what's going to happen is you went from fifth place to God knows. You probably are going to go to 20 or 30th place because as soon as you stop, these people who are going even a slower pace than you were are going to fly by you literally immediately. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 people. Do you like get that? All because you stopped. Now, we're not talking about winning here. We're talking about sales. So all these people who are following you about to buy, you stop and they're just gonna fly past you and not even see you. And you're not gonna get the sales. And yes, I'm saying finish two things. Um, I know, I hate that saying, but like um, two things. One, finish your launch. Like 
strategically do the actions. Two, do not let go of the goal. Let's say you set a goal of 30 people. It's the last day and you've signed three. What's going to happen? Like people get terrified. And who's guilty of this? People get terrified. They're like, well, there's no chance I'm going to hit 30. So I, like, if I get five, I'll be happy. Why do you even have to say that? Maybe you can be happy with the three you have and still go for the 30 you want. Like, who cares that you'll be happy with five? That's cool. But like, do you want five or do you really want 30? People act like if they don't hit their goal, they're going to die. But if they change their goal to be a little bit more realistic and they can feel better about it and tell stories about how they'll be totally fine, even if they only hit that percentage of their goal, that then they'll be happy still. Okay, so maybe you hit, maybe you change your goal to five and you get four, or maybe you keep your goal 30 and you get 10. Like, did you die? No. Are you going to be upset? Probably actually not, unless you make stories about that too, which we tend to do. But stop being afraid. Like literally, yes, finish your launch strategically, but also like hold on to the goal. Like what if you just committed to doing the 5K the best that you can? And then you hit fifth place instead of being upset that you weren't in first and just give up and now 20 people come flying by. I love you, but it's so stupid. <laughs> it makes no actual sense. It's a safety mechanism in a, in a scenario where you're not unsafe at all. Okay, um, number three, I don't compare to the other coaches, okay? So business coaches who you, you're making 5K a month and you see all these others who are making, um, you see all these other coaches who are making 50K a month and you're like, and here's, I got in my head about this, I'll be honest with you. I started charging 5K a month and pretty much every coach I've had since has charged about 5K a month. And some of them have raised their price after that and whatever, but like it, it really got in my head when I would be like, wait, I'm paying this coach. This is just the honest truth, you guys. I'm paying this coach 5K a month who makes a million dollars a year, but I'm charging 5K a month and I make 400K a year. That can't be right. That can't be okay. And, and if, regardless of that, why would anybody pay me 5K when they could pay my coach 5K who's my coach and makes a million dollars a year? Take that for what you will. But here's the truth is you got to go for soulmate clients. My clients, like it's actually, I can't even remember one of my clients hiring my coach. Actually, yes, I can. I can think of a couple previous clients who ended up working with somebody that I had been working with, but it's so rare in comparison to how big that story was and how big that fear was, okay? And it literally meant nothing about me every single time. And it literally was not that they were just trying to take my coach because obviously that would be the better option. It was that they eventually, oh, I just actually got a really sweet message from a past coach, <laughs> speaking of, that I had that story around. But um, it's a sign. It's like, you're going for soulmate clients. So anytime I have had a client do that, it's because they they eventually saw that person as their next soulmate coach. And there's nothing wrong with that. And what I can promise you is there are people right now who don't care who's higher up or who's making, nobody's sitting there. And if you are, you're thinking the wrong way, but nobody's sitting there going, okay, here's who makes the most at the smallest coaching rate. It does not work like that because you could even find that coach. And it sounds like, like okay, this person makes the most, for the least amount of money to work with them. I just work with them, genius. No, 
Because there's, there's little things like you may not even be able to understand what they're saying because their coaching style doesn't work for you. Somebody that helps Sony make a million dollars a year may not be able to help you at all because they're not the good fit for you. And you can feel who's a good fit for you through their live streams, their posts, their content. And guess what? Um, price does not sell. The best deal does not sell. What sells is a connection and energy, a just feeling aligned with, with that person and what they're saying and what they're doing and how they teach and their stories and you see themselves in them. So some of my coaches would not resonate with some of my clients and I do not resonate with some of their clients and I do not resonate with many people and I resonate with a lot of people. And that's that. Does that make sense? This is a huge thing we go into in Unleash because a lot of the time we enter the coaching world um, with a terrible mindset of I've got to be seen as the best. I've got to be pop. like this was me. I, I was like, I need to be older. I need to seem more organized. I need to seem smarter. I need to seem more put together. I need to seem this, that and the other polished, perfect. Everything needs to be proofread. I can't stumble over my words. My photos need to be perfect. I need to seem way richer than I am. <sighs> so that I can keep up with people up here. No, you're gonna attract no one like that because here's what happens. You have soulmate clients out there. And when you're acting and you are the soulmate coach, literally you being you, not trying, just serving, putting out what you love to talk about, helping the people you love to help. Like what conversations would you love to have on the phone every week? Talk about that in your content, okay? You're gonna attract people who wanna talk about those things. Perfect. There's a lot more that goes into it, but that's like the easiest tip. Okay. But, um, when you're trying to be somebody that you're not, your soulmate clients are just kind of hanging around waiting for you. They don't even see you. And that's why you may have, or you may will have people who are like, I've been following you for so long, but it wasn't until recently that I considered working with you. And this is going to happen as you get into an al- into alignment and as you get into more and more and more alignment and growth, because you're also going to see that that shifts over time. Okay. Soulmate client. You got to think that way. Don't compare yourself. It's stupid. You're not out there trying to get the most clients or trying to win over clients. You're just trying to get your clients. And doesn't that feel way lighter and such like a relief? Because I know trying super hard. Maria says, I love the start of your first photo shoot. If you want to hear that, it's on my page. Just scroll a little bit. You're going to see a before and after photo. You'll know it when you see it. Okay. Um, but I tried really, really hard. And that's when I was burnt out. Now I can have way more clients. I can create way more content and not be burnt out because I don't have to try. I just get to be me. Right. It's like if you were going to a bunch of dinner parties with people who needed you to be perfect, like maybe your parents <laughs> or your aunt or uncles or your grandparents or something. And like, you have to really act perfect or whatever. It'd be really polite and like, whatever versus like, and you have to do that every night for two weeks for <laughs> worse than quarantine. Or you have to like go and have fun with your friend every night for two weeks. Like what is going to be most easy? What's going to make you most exhausted? People that expect you to be perfect. Although stop trying to be perfect for them, but like, that's the analogy here. Okay. Three more. I want to blank, but blank anything like that. So I want to raise my price, but my current price isn't easy to sell yet. Or my current price hasn't sold out yet. I want to take a day off, but I only have X amount of days in my launch and I want to make the most out of it. This is stuff people are thinking. Anytime you have a desire that you can take action on, but you don't take action on it because something that kind of just needs to happen and manifest that you don't really have control over, like changing your price, 
Go on your website, backspace a few numbers. There you go, right? Taking a day off, move your calls or pick a day where you don't have calls, mark it off and commit to taking it off. Like that, you have like perfect, you can yes or no do it. Um, whereas like hitting your income goal, filling out your program seems a little less control or a lot less control, right? Does this make sense? Here's the thing. If you want this is this is the more woo part, but this is true. I really, really believe in law of attraction. I really don't think that you can say, I want to hit my income goals universe, but I'm not going to listen to my other desires. I, I have this desire to have 20K months. So give me 20K months. But I also have this desire to take the day off, but I'm not going to, even though I have complete control over that. Or I also really want to raise my price, but I'm not going to, even though I literally could do it today because you haven't given me what I want yet. The universe is like, you haven't given you what you want yet. Why am I gonna give you what you want when you won't give you what you want? Right? There's a lack of trust that gets built within yourself. When you are literally saying no to things you have 100% control over, you're going to have a complete lack of trust over every desire. And it's gonna build into this really hard story to get out of, but you can. But it's honestly, when I see people really struggling to create what they want, it goes down to this. I want this, but I'm not going to this. I really want to do that program, but I'm not going to because I haven't made money yet. Don't invest because people say you have to invest. But if you really want to invest, you kind of have to invest. You can't, you can't make, like, you can't make um, stories out of it that you, you're not going to until blank. You gotta follow your desires. If you want a life where you get everything you desire, any desire that you have control over, you gotta do. I really wanna set this boundary with somebody, but like at the same time, I really don't wanna have that conversation. Do it, right? Like whatever you really want to do. And I'm even saying, maybe you don't want to invest. Maybe you don't wanna finish with the coach. Maybe you don't want to work today. Maybe you don't wanna work out. Like, don't do it. Follow your desires. Listen to your body. Listen to your mind. You are so powerful, but you are um, taking all of that power and throwing it in the garbage <laughs> when you don't listen to it. And then here you're wondering why you're not getting what you're asking for from the universe or whatever. Why do I never get what I want? Well, that chick getting everything she wants has done everything she said she wanted to do. She's in that state. She's doing what she wants to do even if it's scary, even if it's not logical, even if she'll be judged for it, even if she really wants to do it, but doesn't also really feel like it, like you've got to listen to those desires. Okay. Um, I've tried everything. This is all I'm going to say. Anybody who says that it is a huge red flag. Like I don't want you in my programs. I can't work with you if you're saying that. And I know it's like, Taylor, I've tried everything. I need to work with you to learn new stuff. No, because if you tried everything, there's nothing new I can teach you. It's, it's never, and I know some people are going to be triggered, but it's never, ever, 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 ever true that you've actually tried everything. No, you have not. There's no, there's limitless ways to do things. How could you try everything? Do you even know every single way to do something? So how did you try everything? Again, it's a, um, it's a, a block of manifesting when it's like, I've tried everything. The universe is like, okay, I won't send you any other options then. Like, if that's your truth, that's your truth. I'm not going to mess with your truth. Like, you have um, control. You can choose your reality. So if you're saying that's your reality, guess what? That's your reality. I've tried everything. Nothing works. Universe is like, cool. 
That's what you say. Cool. Cool. Right? There you go. You're good. Don't say that, you guys. Don't say that. Say, I am committed to doing the work until it works. I know there's a way that's going to work for me. I know I can find the right way to do this for me. I know I'm on the edge of my results. Like, change what you're saying, okay? Last thing is the story, it's not working. Okay? Everything is working. You really can't um, say if something is working or not. Now, can you try new things? Yes. Can you feel in your body if something is right or not? Yes. But let's say you're doing what feels right to you. You're going after your desire. You're taking the actions that feel right. You're doing what you're learning from your mentor. That feels good. Nothing like if your mentor says something that makes you want to throw up, don't do it. But otherwise, try it out. Okay. (laughs) But saying it's not working. Here's you got to you got to define these two things. Everything is working. Everything is working. Everything is working. Everything I want is about to show up any second, any day. Right. Um, Everything is working for me. Everything I'm doing is working. Yeah. There's, there, you, you're saying the wrong thing. The truth is it hasn't worked yet. It hasn't worked yet. Like it's not done. Working is like an action that's like still going on. It's an active verb. I might have that like technical t- term wrong, but I don't think so. But like, it's an active verb. Do you know what I mean? Like working, like working means your computer is on. You can't say my computer doesn't worked. Like the only way your computer doesn't worked <laughs> is if it won't turn on or it won't do what it's supposed to do. But if it's running, it's working. So if you're taking the actions, you're going after the desires you want, you're doing the actions you want. Yes, you can tweak. Yes, you can play. Yes, you can get feedback, advice. That's That means it's working. That means your mentor has got your back. That means your team's got your back. That means your intuition's got your back. Like, yes, change things. Keep, you know, adjust. But don't say it's not working. Get it? Working is different than worked. Hasn't worked yet. Okay, that's true. Yeah, it hasn't worked. You've been doing X, Y, and Z with your goal of this. It has not worked yet. That's 100% true. Cool. I believe you there. Yeah. But it's not working. I don't believe that because what I believe is there are people watching you right now. They're not going to buy, but they're going to buy later. They're going to tell a friend about you that's going to buy. They're going to comment in your on your live stream and boost it into somebody's feed that's going to buy. They're going to share it on their story where somebody's going to see it who's going to buy. They're going to buy next year. They're going to buy next month. That's what I believe. So it, maybe it didn't work. It hasn't worked. And maybe it won't even work today. But it's working. Everything you're doing. This is something I said my entire first year of business which ended up being $170,000 um, year. I kept saying, everything I'm doing is adding up. Every single thing I'm doing is working. Everything is about to work. Everything I'm saying I want is about to happen. Everything I have done is about to lead to the results I want. Like I just kept playing with that affirmation. Um, and then yeah, Amazon is even delayed, I know. But then I started seeing it. I started seeing people who like were that person who never bought, buy. 
And I started seeing people who I, who I did sales calls with who said no, show up and buy. I started seeing people buy a month after finding me, two months after finding me, three months after finding me, four months after finding me, two years after finding me, three years after finding me. Now sometimes four years after finding me, but you can't see that before you're there. And you can't attract in the people who buy after one day, one week, one month of knowing you if you keep saying it's not working. Okay? Make sense? So, because if you really listen to this and do this, it's going to change literally everything for you. It is huge. This is the mindset work that has to happen. Cool? Cool. All right. Bye, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.